0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Fuller Fight Factor Live. Sorry for the pause at the beginning. Sometimes the software gives you a little intro thing. Not sure if you heard that. I didn't. But today I'm super excited because we are going to be joined by none other than the baddest man on the planet, Bellator MMA Bantamweight Champion and former Bellator MMA featherweight champion, Joe Warren. But before we get started, we are, of course, brought to you by the TheMMACorner.com, your home for all things MMA, your home for the Fuller Fight Factor, as well as Battle Bomb, the only pain reliever with knockout power. Uh, I use it. I give it to the guys in my gym. They love it. They can't get enough of this stuff. Um, and those little tin cans go a long way, trust me, as well as DraftKings. Fantasy Weekly Fantasy MMA Leagues and Draft Ops. So just head over to the MMACorner.com. Click on the little link. Check out how you can be involved in gambling on fighting, the sport we all love to watch. Well, it's even more fun when you got money on the line, especially if you think you know what you're talking about. Put your money where your mouth is, right? We all like to sit back, talk shit, you know, think we know what's going to happen, and then things happen. We go, ah, oh, I knew that. Well, why don't you make a little money if you knew that that well, right? So we'll have some fun with that. Uh, and looks like we got someone on the line here. Just a second. Hello. You're on the You're on air. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, great. Is that you, Joe? Yeah, it is. How are you doing? All right, great. Perfect. Thank you for calling in. Perfect timing. Just finished up with... Uh, the necessary commercials. Um are you into uh as a fighter, are you able to do any of the uh online fantasy leagues or gambling at all?
1: No, I haven't done any of those yet. Yeah.
0: Now if you were to gamble are, are you even allowed to gamble on uh Bellator fights? Or probably not your own fight, of I course. Don't, that I would, don't use never shitty.
1: gambled on any never gambled on
0: any fights or anything like that, so I'm not the best question asker I guess for that one. <laughs> Have you played any other fantasy leagues? I know a lot of guys like you fantasy know. I never football. really, I never really got into them. You know, with all with all the, I'm always competing
1: for some other crazy thing, one after the other for my whole life. Here, I don't get time to do
0: that shit. someday. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Like I like watching football, but I feel like if I was playing fantasy league football, I would have no time for anything else in my life. Like that's just too much data to handle.
1: Well, I think if I get an opportunity to start watching football again, maybe I'll do the
0: fantasy. Because, you know, um, it was when,
1: you know, we didn't have kids yet. And I could sit down <laughs> and, and hang out and watch a, a football game. Now I can't do that shit. <laughs> How old are
0: your kids now? Six and five. Maddox, uh, my daughter, just turned five on the uh, fourth are you already getting them on the mat they're going to be little little beasts like you or uh they're interested yeah they they I mean um
1: they're they're gymnasts and uh they go up to factory X, and they do jiu and muay thai and and wrestling so they think wrestling is more fighting they call it they call fighting wrestling so um you never know you know i'll just make sure
0: that they're at a good skill level so if they ever do want to do it that they'll be prepared there you go and they're almost at that age where they can just sit there on the couch and watch football with you, too, anyway, and, like, not, yeah, you know, need other entertainment. So much. Oh, what is this? I yeah, thought this was America. Close. Oh, okay, almost. No shit. I went to Michigan, <laughs> go blue, so we like football, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even a big football guy, but I just feel like as an American and a veteran, you know, it's my duty to watch football, especially since I'm from Seattle. Kind so maybe... that, that's of. Our, that's our deal. <laughs> exactly. Alright, uh, this is a fighting show after all, so I guess we should talk a little bit about your upcoming fight, a re- rematch with Marcos Galvao. Is that the fight you were looking for, or that's just kind of what was available? I never really look for fights. I just fight the
1: ones they put in front of me. You know, uh, it's a job for me, and, um, you know, I'm just going to work again to get this paycheck. So, putting another Brazilian in front of me, and I'm going to crush him like I do the rest of them, and put him to sleep in a Bellator cage.
0: Now uh, I'm I'm actually really excited about this card because since Scott Coker took over, you know, there's kind of been a change in in lineups. But this one almost feels like an old school Bellator card. We got it's headlined by two guys who came up in the organization, and then you've got some Bellator and MMA veterans filling out the rest of the card. You know, but not not really any huge you know characters or personalities trying to draw people in. So I think for fight fans, true fight fans, this is a really good one.
1: Yeah, you know the baddest man pulls them in, so so they don't have to get so creative when
0: it comes to me fighting. <laughs> now, do you feel like they have a lot of confidence in you um, with the new leadership over there, uh, having you headlined the yeah, car? Yeah, you know, I,
1: I believe that I believe that they they uh, support me and are excited to have me there as much as the other regime was. Um, you know, they've got me in opportunities outside of the cage and the dig on outside the you know, uh, backstage, um, uh, the digital stuff, you know, learning how to color commentate and things like that. So, yeah. And they, they've given me the opportunity. I've won a belt now with Bjorn and with, uh, with Scott. And it's, it's, it's really cool. And it's, um, it's just a little bigger and more exciting every single time Bellator, um, airs now since Scott's been here. And it's uh, you're right. Um, they don't have a lot of big names in this card besides me, but, um, you know, Spike and my fans, they seem to always watch me fight, so uh, I i always say thank you, and
0: uh, I usually put
1: on a good show for them.
0: Now, has, uh, you talked about some of the things, you know, you know, behind the cage, I guess would be a good way to put it. Um, have they talked about maybe trying to do another season of Fight Masters or maybe trying to develop some other kind of, you know, shoulder programming involving the fighters or yourself who are good on TV?
1: Well, I hope so. You know, uh, right now I'm still an active champ, you know, so um, they bring me out to the Bellators when I'm not actually fighting in them and I get to do that kind of stuff, but they know I'm still training full-time and, um, you know, I I still think I can pull the numbers uh, watching me fight, so they they still get excited to see me fight. So until I'm done fighting, I think – you know, then they're using me for something else. But I don't think that I've heard anything on the anything about another fight master or some other stuff like that. But you know, Spike and they always um, throw some new stuff on us every few months, so we never really know. So I'm excited to kind of see. It's kind of it's kind of fun every single uh,
0: fight because something different is happening with Bellator. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: now with the them dissolving the tournament format which is kind of how you know you built your name um and worked your way up uh but you're at that position now where do you feel like this new format is better gives a little bit more time to promote a fight and you're not in in that crunch time and having to hope your body holds up as well well yeah the tournament
1: format was extremely hard um you know i was fighting three fights in three months and then a title fight and then you know um the champs sometimes have was a longer time to wait to fight, um, and so that, for them to pull that out of there gives us more time to be active and exactly what you said promote the fights and uh, get everyone excited about it. So yeah, it's a little different, um, but um, that old format was seriously it was what brought Bellator to where it was, you know, and now Scott's here to bring it away from there and make it more of a fight league. And I think that's what you're seeing. You're seeing, you know, what Scott Coker does most, uh, best is the matchups and making the big shows and bringing people to the uh, screen to watch us.
0: Yeah. Um, now, when they, uh, you know, when Scott brought in came in, I know they had to do a lot of contract renegotiations for some guys because a lot of their purses were tied into tournament format. Was that, was that the case with you? At all, or had you already well, had my, kind of a different, a different contract, contract as being a former champion? Place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the whole thing. My contract was all over the place. I switched weight classes, I was um, a champion at a different weight. So, um, you know, they just kind of cleaned it up for me. So it was all done, you know. And uh, since I did win, um, the end of my contract was coming up uh, this year anyway. So they cleaned it up and kind of uh, they made it streamlined for me. So it was nice.
0: And uh, you know, you mentioned like being a champion with the new format. You're able to fight a little bit more. Is, is your body holding up pretty well? How, how any lingering injuries or things that are always kind of in the back of your head, hoping that they hold up at having competed? No, your you whole know, life? Mean, the
1: training that I do, the training that I do. I mean, I am 38. I haven't had any injuries, um, but uh, that's because of my training. You know, it's it's, it's science based or heart rate based training, and it's uh, I don't over-train ever. You know, I mean. We're training in fat-burning zones and making sure that my body doesn't build up lactic acid I, you know, so I end up hurting my muscles. And my age, I train smarter, not harder, and it seems to be doing the job.
0: I guess, yeah, at this point, are you going to become a better wrestler than you are now for the sport you're in, you know? So do you need to work 20 hours of wrestling a week, right?
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. Or just, um, I, you know, when I go in to train for that hour or an hour and a half, I'm training at a certain heart rate, so I'm, you know, actually learn losing fat the whole time, and and uh, you know, being a little smarter instead of training super hard and, you know, just beating my body down and then being sore and run down for the next day.
0: Um. Now, do you have someone that's kind of man- like tying it all together, making sure one coach isn't yeah. doing more than the other, or do you kind of do that yourself?
1: I have one coach, Mark Montoya. Factory X, he's my coach and runs all my training. And then I have a exercise physiologist uh, or the, a team of people at Phase 4 Athletics, Bob Forster out of Santa Monica. He runs all my training. So um, those two people do it together. They uh, um, talk and, you know, what heart rates I need to stay at for what round. I mean, what uh, period of time for that day and what the day is instead of, uh, like, uh, striking or wrestling. So everything I do is heart rate monitored, so it's all based on timing at a certain heart rate. So they have to be in contact a lot, and uh, I don't really know what's ever I'm ever going to do. I just kind of leave it to them. I trust them. Uh, I just show up to practice, get the job done, and head home to the family.
0: Yeah, um, it seems so like a, a good, lot, yeah. You know, A lot of guys, it's like, oh, I I, I don't have to think about it. You know, it's all taken care of. If I just do what they say, I will be ready, you know? Yeah, it seems like a lot of guys, um, you know, it's like I go to this coach and then this coach and this coach, and maybe they're talking a little bit. That's the problem with these guys. uh, Yeah, and they all all train them too hard. all these
1: people. What are you going to do? I mean, you think all these coaches know what they're doing? All it does is pull away from your training, okay? You know, you have one guy that runs the ship. And then a guy that that does the training part, of, you know, like the the actual science behind it, you know. And uh, I noticed that a lot of these guys have so many different coaches they work with, you know, like not just teams, like you know, several coaches, like you said, mental coaches, food coaches. I'm like, shit, just eat.
0: <laughs> now, is that you <laughs> know, is that something you kind of developed yourself, or is this how like? they do things when you were on the U S wrestling team, like this is just how everyone does business.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When you're on the Olympic team, shit's taken care of, you know, like you don't make the money that you do fighting, but things are taken care of. They support your training. Uh, they pay for your training and your travel and all that stuff. And then also, you know, you have the best, you know, exercise physiologists and, you know, personal trainers and everything to help you. So it's, uh, it's nice, you know. It's 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 got um, you're part of a team and everything's taken care of. So you don't have a thousand different coaches. There's just your head coach, your assistant coach, and the person that trained you. And that's kind of how I'm doing it. Just no, in MMA.
0: Yeah, and do you think that's just kind of a reflection of how young the sport still is? And you know, there really aren't a whole lot of guys. Well, it's just it's just yeah, at your level.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's super young. You're right. I mean it does reflect that. And I, I think just to have these. New people like Bob Forster in the Phase Four that have like the 52 gold medals in the Olympics that they've trained people and they they understand you know the science behind training and you know it's it's a ever it's a uh, progression sport you know we got to just keep moving forward and you know and that's with wrestling and all our combat sports so if we're just you know make sure we're being smart and not stupid I think um, you know our sport be be around for a long time and we'll probably have some. It's probably going to get pretty violent, these young kids though you know, maybe some <laughs> headgears or something yeah
0: now uh are you, you do i know you're living in denver right still yep okay yeah, and that's I, where I, that's where you're training out of still too, right yep or, I'm training uh at factory x uh mark Montoya in uh denver, okay, and you do your camp- you do are you the guy you you do your year round training and your camps in the same place as well I know some people like to mix it up but
1: Yeah, you know, I do the training and the camps in the same place. I did. uh, If I go anywhere, I fly out to Sacramento. I went out there for a week and a half and just uh, fought with the Alpha Male guys. They're all the same size as me, and they're, you know, real good friends of mine. So they always. So I flew out there for a week and
0: sparred a little, and then came back. But
1: my whole camp's been here.
0: Now. I guess it's sort of like, um, you know, fighting in, in a different organization. You go and you train with those guys who are some of the best guys in those, you know, those smaller weight classes, but in the UFC, you know, it, what part of you is like, man, I wish I could, I could be fighting these guys as well, you know, but that's just not happening right well, now. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, it's just two different organizations, you know, I mean, um, it's a job for me, you know, I fight for money um, and that's, you know, I, I'm with an organization that's built me and brought me to this level. And so, um, I fight with those guys and they're, they're great fighters, but the people I fight with, I mean, fight against also are as tough as anybody out there in the world. You know, I mean, these Brazilians, I'm fighting Pitbull and, and Dante's and these cat cats. They're, they're as good as anybody. Um, I think at, at our, our, at Bellator at those weights has always been very competitive, but yeah, you know, um, do, do I think about going to fight over there? Um, only if, you know, there was a lot of money to be made. You know, besides that, I'm I'm comfortable in Bellator. You know, they have opportunities for me outside of the cage and in the future, and, um, you know, they've helped build me, so I'm satisfied.
0: Would you like to see it one day where it didn't have to be like, oh, guys, jump in ship in this contract thing, or we could just do some sort of cross-promotion fights every now and then? Oh, man, I'd love
1: that. It'd be awesome to have a Bellator UFC fight.
0: Oh, yeah right huh. now if that were to Wouldn't happen it, if be strange, yeah. <laughs> they would, would never do it but <laughs> if that were to happen, who are the top three guys if you you'd like to have your pick from? I'd say oh, three because I, I know you're that. gonna i know you're gonna say the champ, so <laughs> i gotta i gotta get well, yeah, i, for I that would too. say
1: uh you know t j and those guys i mean. Yeah, I don't even want to fight those. Those to my friends, man. You know, I'm, to, I'm so happy I don't have to. I'm so happy I don't have to fight those ninjas, you know what I mean? Uh and it's even better because those are friends and they all have to fight each other. Scotty fights Faber and, you know, it's just it's weird, you know what I mean? Uh but um yeah, I'd like to fight Bibiano Hernandez, man. I know he's not in the UFC, but he is one of the best out there also and he's, you know, he did beat me um or they stopped the fight, you know, in my first Yeah chance at some belts in Japan so that that's one person I would I don't really want to fight anybody I fight for you know because it's my job and uh, that's how I support my family but I would fight Bibiano you know he's
0: always in my back of my mind
1: and you know I would fight whoever's the number
0: one guy in the UFC. Top level guy now um, you know you train with those alpha guys and TJ and but. How do you think, you know, if you were to, say, have a dream matchup with Dominic Cruz, you know, how do you think that matches up well, and how do you see that fight going at, going down? Do, Dominic oh, Cruz 100%. Dominic, that no, I, I mean,
1: I love those guys, man. I, I love their technique, but, you know, you can't ask me that question, because you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to win every <laughs> single fight. You know, there's no one that can beat me. I'm the best man on the planet, period. Okay, um, it doesn't matter who you put in front of me. They still need to beat me, you know, and that that's the problem. I'm a battle-tested warrior, you know. I've been through the grind in every kind of war there is, and uh, and been successful. So I kind of, you know, comfortable in those grind matches, fights, and uh, you know, just uh,
0: excited about a good future here for me. Yeah, Viviana would be a good fight. I think I think that's a fight Scott could make happen. He's just been tearing that's, it up I've in already talked. Asia.
1: They're already yeah. asking. You know, it's just combining one FC. With, with Bellator, which I think would be awesome
0: yeah. anyway. Yeah, right. And that seems like something he's done that kind of stuff before. He got, um, what's his name to come over and fight Gil and Force, the Dream Champion, the light, light. Japanese oh yeah, legend. yeah, Aoki. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shinya Aoki. I Can't remember his name, but yeah, that's it. See, yeah, I go over happened. and I train
1: at a vol. I train at the Evolve Gym in Singapore, and uh, I train with Aoki and those guys in the last few months. You know they're great guys, man. They got oh, a great thing oh, going on over there. 1FC. yeah, I was gonna
0: say, how much money have they thrown into that evolved gym?
1: Oh my gosh, man! Um, um,
0: <laughs> it's beautiful,
1: man. Okay, so I'm one of the, it's the nicest gym I've ever been to in my life. You know, I mean, the the nicest, you know, facility, the nicest people, the nicest. I mean, everyone that works there is a world champ. You know, it's like you can't go with someone that's not a world champ at evolve um it just you know it's good leadership
0: yeah, it seems like almost like did the promotion like pays for that gym you know like I'm like they don't have like a thousand students paying tuition to keep that gym open am I right and i don't think the the no the owner there, of the
1: gym the owner yeah. the owner of the gym is um is uh the biggest is the backer for one f c
0: yeah so man they just it's like every week I see. A different, like but former they champion give more on Facebook. To their
1: athletes, they give more support to their athletes, and it's more of a family environment than any place I've ever been. You know, so you know, I will. I I actually was going to go out there and train for this fight. There, there, you know, and um, they they fly me out there and take care of me and put me up. Um, their their coach out there right now is Heath Sims, and he was my he was on Olympic team before me. And he um, was my coach, got me in the MMA, Team Quest, you know, Dan Henderson's coach. Yeah, and so he's yeah. out there. So I fly out there and see them. Me and Uriah, were going to go out and train out there before his fight here. And I think Frankie Edgar's out there right now. Um, it's just uh yeah, they got some depends. money.
0: Yeah, he's got some money. That's Lots like, of cash. <laughs> he just pulled a Fertitta on Japanese fighting or Asian pacific rib fighting like oh, i'm just i love this so i'm gonna fund exactly it exactly what they did and they they plan on it, it even getting bigger so it's just you know it's nice to have
1: that i'm able to go and train at favor gym and go train over and evolve in singapore and and do that stuff because i have a bellator you know banner on me you know which is nice for me
0: yeah i guess that, that's like the the you know, a benefit. Not too many guys can flex. Like, I'm going to go work out with them, yeah, and know, don't like some of the best bantam best weights and feather weights, but hey, that's great, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, I get an opportunity to go train with the best guys, and, you know, those are my friends, you know, and it's nice. You know, they got a bunch of tough guys in there, and, you know, and then I fly over to Singapore and train over there,
0: and then, you know, and and I and I get the job done, so it's nice. Oh, we're talking about that. Yeah, we've got what do you think of that Faber Edgar matchup in the? What is it? It's in it's in the Philippines. It's in Manila, yeah. In yeah, that is awesome.
1: So give me your yeah, thoughts on that fight. It's going to be a great cause fight, cause you man. You know the one guy. Yeah, that, Well, they, you know, over over in Asia, they love us little guys, you know, because we're the real studs out there. And so they, uh, you know, that's a perfect matchup, I think, for that side of the the world, man. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know how that fight goes, you know. Frankie, I think, is a little bigger. Um, and it might I geez, I don't even know, man. I hope I hope, <laughs> I right? uh, see a good one, right? Yeah, I really don't know how to call that one. That's going to be a yeah. fun fight.
0: Yeah, there, there, there's some where I, like, try and sell it both ways, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, when it plays out, I'm like, oh, that doesn't surprise me. But this is one, because we, you know, I, we don't know how much more powerful, it, you know, uh, uh, Uriah is going to be without having to cut that weight, you know. Like, he might be able to keep it on the floor. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll be the old Faber, you know, yeah. the old,
1: the old Faber. So you, we'll just see, you know. Um, I'm excited to see it, you know. I mean, I was up there training with Faber for the fight, and he seems cool. real confident. And I know uh, Frankie's over in Singapore right now, and, um, you know, I'm excited to see that one. Let me let me beat this Brazilian up here, and then uh, maybe I'll go
0: over and watch that one. Yeah, that, that would be great. Oh, you just be like, hey, 1FC, find me to Singapore, and then I'll – Catch a quick flight over to middle for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, but
1: it'll just be Evolve sending me over there, you know, not One FC.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Sorry, <laughs> Evolve. You know,
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it
1: I, and and I go and I I'll, I go and I train the guys and work with them. It's it's an honor. They've got two of them, two or three in Singapore, one in Bali.
0: Oh man, did you so have like, you only been to the one in Singapore, place. or have have you gone to Bali yet?
1: No, they just opened that one. That was the one I want to go to now. So so uh, I want to sit on the
0: beach and then go hit pads and then go surfing. That's what I want to
1: yeah. do. Yeah. Like how great
0: would that be? Awesome things about Bali. Well, hey,
1: you know, I'll do an interview with them. Maybe they will fly over there.
0: They got some cash. <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> hey, Bali, let's check this out. Hey, Evolve, let me do it. A- <laughs> <laughs> We need to do a, a, a high pro. We need to do a behind the scenes documentary of the baddest man on the planet. Yep, yep. yep. You're coming with me. <laughs> Done. Make it happen. Yeah, but
1: you know, uh, DeSantos is a evolved guy.
0: Oh no, no I'm just kidding. Yeah. Man, oh, they just. No. <laughs> I was just like, God, they have so much money. Yeah, it's just, I love it though. It's like they don't care. They just love the sport so much. You know, it's just a refreshing to see. I know. Now, well, that's what i'm saying it's a
1: lot they're they're excited about how big asia is
0: you know asia's
1: huge and uh you know they love fighting it's a huge huge push the muay thai stuff over there and striking and now they get their own mma league they're they're all excited about it
0: yeah um now there was some talk i mean, you you probably, probably told this story before so forgive me if we're rehashing it uh about you looking at going, trying out for the 2012 team, What, whatever happened with that, or was that just sort of rumor mill?
1: No, I, I mean, I was ready to make that team, I, uh, Kern knocked me out, like, uh, what, eight days, or ten days before I wrestled, uh, remember that bad knockout I got, Kern knocked me out, and it was really bad, and I had a bad concussion, so yeah. I wrestled anyways, lost in the semis, probably wasn't the smartest thing for my head, um, I just had a, you know, I was ready to go do that. So it was just a bad, bad timing, you know what I mean? Um, this Olympics, you know, I, I would have to stop to stop fighting after, you know, around Christmas and really focus everything on trying to make this team and, and then winning it. Personally, I believe I, you know, I can go do that if I needed to. If, uh, if it works out where financially I can stop fighting and support my family while I win Olympics, I'll, I'll go do that. You know, that's something... And not a lot of people get an opportunity to do.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've really seen any. You know, there's been some. You know, yourself included, some very high-profile, decorated wrestlers make that transition to MMA. But I think you know, not many of them have gone back. You know, but you still feel like you know you're you're in your. Oh well, yeah, role. but you're, you're talking at that the level. only like, real world champ, baby. Okay, you're talking the <laughs>
1: only world champ wrestler and MMA fighter.
0: That's true. That's true, I guess. Yeah. You weren't you weren't the you weren't the alternate. You were the primary.
1: Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> on a team because they needed me to look good.
0: <laughs> or cuz you 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 look you you petition later and said, "No, that what he did didn't work."
1: Oh, yeah, you never you know how it works so
0: corrupt. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, hey, that was an illegal move." 2 weeks later, not that gonna was, name any. Yeah. Not the gonna name any names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was before your time right yeah well
1: that was you know that was my wrestling time <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
0: now you're from a small town there in uh michigan right and you live in a much less small town i'm taking it you prefer oh, the yeah, city
1: more it's pretty big you know it's it's a big bigger town you know i live in a smaller town now that i'm from oh okay Oh, so you're, you're, are you in, in Denver and so? South Denver 30 minutes, De- Denver's way bigger, but, yeah. um, and then grew up, uh, then went to university of Michigan and Ann Arbor. So, you know, and then went to, went out to New York city and wrestled on the, you know, for the New York athletic club. That's why I won my world championship. So I'm used to bigger cities, but now I'm in this small little town called monument, you know, one street. <laughs> it's funny.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, well, there you go. But you're right next to it. Yeah. I've got family. Yeah, out like there. Yeah, like I'm, you know, twenty minutes down the road, I can be in Denver. Yeah, I got family out there in uh, Monroe, but they're all originally from Toledo. So Monroe was the upgrade. Oh, okay. Out... Yes. Jeez, Toledo. Yeah. Toledo. <laughs> yeah.
1: Toledo's
0: doing bad. Uh, I, you know, I like to just say Toledo's doing because I don't think they were ever doing yeah. good. So if, yeah, it, no if shit, if I don't... bad, bad right would imply that. yeah, bad would imply worse than another time. <laughs> <laughs> or bad compared to someone else. But for them, that's just going. Toledo. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been back there since I was a kid, thank God. Uh, Is your family still back out in Michigan then?
1: Um. Yeah, my mom lives here, but the rest of the family is still in Michigan. My dad and sister and brother.
0: Eh, you got your mom. You don't need the rest of them. You're good.
1: Yeah, I go see him. As soon as we're done fighting, we bring the kids back and we get to hang out with the family.
0: All right, so you're busy training, you know, you're busy flying to Singapore and Bali and partying like a rock star, you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, Getting it done. What, be, be, besides being the baddest man on the planet, how does Joe Warren maintain his sanity? Yeah, I'm a dad,
1: okay? I got, I got a five- and six-year-old here, and – um you know, I get them to school, and I go hit some pads, and get my workout in. Come back, pick them up, hang out, and I'm the dad at home. So um, when I'm gone, I'm uh, I'm wrestling and fighting and going to do that fun stuff. And when I'm
0: home, I'm I'm a family man. And uh, is that you know? Do you you still? I know you mentioned you know you fight for money, but you do still enjoy it. You know, it's not something you feel burnt out on yet
1: well i've only fought for 5 years you know so i've i think that i'm that's i'm just coming into my own right now you know i believe that the muscle memory is now there my techniques now there i'm not having to think about um you know think about executing technique it's actually it's reaction um you know i never know what's going to happen out there so i'm excited about it so um it's just new for me a lot of this technique i've been doing it but now it's actually happening <laughs>
0: now is it um you know the type of competition you're doing has changed uh but you know how have you kind of maintained your motivation and willpower to continue to be at the highest levels of the different sports you've been a part of over the years you know like from well, obviously why, uh, why, yeah, when you were you know, 16 i'm, I'm not used to you being are, number two yeah you In know anything. i'm
1: used to being on top and and so i've um you know, used to having a big old target on my back, and people trying to, and you know, that's where I'm comfortable, so um, I didn't plan on getting part of another sport if I wasn't going to be the best at it, you know, I believe I was the best athlete, or, you know, baddest man on the planet winning a 60-kilogram world championship in Greco-Roman, you know, one of the toughest ways to do that, so at the time coming into MMA, I didn't think that any human could beat me at that weight, you know, so I just assumed I'd get the job done again, and it just has been a been a tough road, and I'm happy that I'm, you know, sitting on top. It's been this sport, uh, I give it a lot more respect than I did when I started. You know, there's so ma- many sports that are involved in this mixed martial arts, and it's, uh, you know, I give it way more respect than I ever did.
0: Um, and How much more evolving, you know, do you think you have to do in certain areas, or do you see this as just an endless journey of continuous improvement.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the way it works. I mean, that's uh, how you progress as an athlete. You just keep improving. When you believe that you can't improve or learn anymore is when you're probably arrogant and need to, you know, get beat because uh, the bottom line is you can always improve and always learn. And if you're not striving to get better every day or have your technique get a little crisper, then it's just not worth doing.
0: Oh, oh and now let's let's make it a little more fun because I got serious for a second. We do that every now and then. Uh I wanna know the baddest man on the planet's opinion. So certain topics that come up on this show pretty often. Um <laughs> one of them one of them is CrossFit. CrossFit. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll kill you, man. CrossFit will. Like that, that <laughs> yes.
1: that, that's the exact. Yeah, I mean, that definition of overtraining is CrossFit. Okay, your body's not supposed to do that. You know, I mean, uh, it's just it's a it's a fad right now, and so seeing a lot of people end under- up hurting themselves. You're seeing a lot. I, I think it's great if you do it at a different at a, you know during some classes and not trying to kill yourself. I watch some of these people in our gym do CrossFit and I'm just like, holy shit you know, they're they're killing themselves every day. So uh I'm not really involved in it and uh, not a huge supporter of it.
0: Now what what about CrossFit as a sport? Are you, you are aware that it's also a sport? Apparently. Oh yeah, and I like that. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of that. you know, a- Athletic Recon is a is a um, athletic apparel that that sponsors me, and they sponsor all the uh, you know the CrossFit World Champs and stuff. And I they had me watch it. They're badasses, man. I mean, I'll tell you that much. I'm not taking anything from them, but I'm just saying, as the normal Joe off
0: the couch every single day,
1: you know, it might be a little bit too much for you.
0: All right, now something that is uh, usually associated but not mutually exclusive with CrossFit, Paleo diet. Yeah, you know I don't get into
1: the diets, man. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't even understand the diets. Okay, like I have my <laughs> exercise. To, I I just don't, you know, like the, you know my the Phase Four Athletics Bob Forster. They send me like a list of like fifty things I can have for lunch, dinner, breakfast. And uh, believe me, you know it's everything I'd ever want to eat is on that list. So um, uh, it never, it doesn't seem to be a problem. These people that are on these diets, I think they, you know, they're they're looking for something to worry about. You know, they're just they're they're, uh, they're scared of right? what they're doing, anyways.
0: That's it. You know? That's what I always say. I'm like, look, it's not that hard to be healthy. And these extreme no, health people I, I was you know, 50 like, yeah,
1: coaches to do the job. Okay, just eat well. <laughs>
0: They're like, Oh man, I, I heard this is good for your heart and this helps prevent strokes and I'm like, you know what also does? It just like having low body fat, good blood pressure, being <laughs> healthy, like like right there you're gonna reduce your chances of a stroke a lot. Like you're oh
1: so you go for a run once a week. Man, that's
0: amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I see like the fad diet. Well yeah, I mean I
1: I know what's uh once I got, you know, I don't even take I don't even take multivitamins anymore. I just take like vitamin C. They just had me get off completely everything, you know. Once wow. after Olympics, like all the multivitamins, all the stuff. I thought, "Ooh, this will help your shark cartilage or something," you know. Like it, just, <laughs> shark it was all it was all hearsay, man. It was just like it's not really helping. It just is something for you to
0: think it's helping, you know, right? Like, so you you, realistic, eat, man. you eat bread, pasta, milk, and cheese, right? Oh yeah, I mean okay. I'm sure. waiting right
1: now to go eat the rest of my chicken. And, but I'm only 10 pounds over, you know, two chicken weeks farm. out. So. <laughs> no, you know, I, it's baked chicken and, you know, uh, green beans and stuff. But, you know, it's good. You know what I mean? So I'm ready to eat it. I've been doing these interviews for two hours.
0: Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my fault then.
1: No, it's all right. No,
0: it's all right. That's why I'm trying to keep it fun, keep it light. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those are always the two big ones, CrossFit. Paleo. Um I don't know. What what about like uh vegans that don't eat honey? Yeah, I don't I don't, <laughs> understand, you know, I don't understand
1: the vegans either. You know, what I do have uh, some kind of uh stock in is forty dayresetcom reset dot com. I'm telling you, uh, my buddies are doing this in Jersey and uh everyone that I have doing this thing loses crap loads of weight, but it's 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 weird stuff, man. It's like putting sound waves through your body to tell you what digests what certain things digest and what doesn't. It just it's crazy. And I don't understand it either. But
0: <laughs> um each his own. What about people that eat meat but like think hunting is immoral?
1: Yeah, I mean I I don't want to kill anything. I, I I've never really I'm not a hunter or killer. I'll kill Brazilians. You know, that's usually what happens in Bellator for me, but that's it. Uh, I, You know, I don't hunt deer or things like this, but I eat meat nonstop, you know, uh, but I'm not a hunter. Yeah. I just don't see – I understand that they need to kill the deer so I can eat it, but uh, <laughs> I
0: don't need to go out and kill it myself, put it that yeah. way. Like, but, like, like, I mean, but you're, you know, like, I'm talking about, like, not saying people that – like, there's people who, like, look down upon them but like no, they'll I, go and they'll go and eat cheap people
1: for everything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't.
1: Yeah, just like the I had a bunch of Jewish my uh, um a bunch of people that would never eat pork and they eat bacon every morning. You know, like just they, they <laughs> like the taste of bacon, but they won't eat a pork chop for anything.
0: <laughs>
1: this is crazy? And
0: bacon tastes good. Pork chop bacon is pork, right? Yeah. That's that's the bottom <laughs> exactly. line pork, okay? Like oh, yeah, there's, there's no goes. other way around that. Turkey bacon, turkey bacon. Yeah. Are you are, are you lying to me? who? Are you trying to convince me or you? <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you eat. <laughs> like I don't eat I don't eat bacon, but I love turkey bacon. What? Yeah. no. <laughs> do you, do you want to eat something that tastes like something, but you won't eat the real thing? What? That's crazy. Get yeah. out of here. Oh, I had one more. That kid loves the bacon, though. All right. What? Good. What else? Come on, finish oh, it oh, up. I, oh Come man. Up. I had, I had one more. I just lost it with the fucking bacon. Oh, well. It couldn't have been that important. <laughs> you got me all confused with the bacon. It could have been that important. You guys can call me back if you need me, all right?
1: I'll talk shit yeah. with you for a
0: while. I know, okay. I know, I know. It's always fun. Uh, no, I'd love to have you call in sometime when, you know, you don't have a fight coming up and you're not like, I know yeah. the crampies in back to back to back, but we're always here. I'm always looking for people to have a good yeah, time. Yeah, well
1: thanks for call I mean having me, man. I like I like you and the shows and you guys are really creative and fun, so thanks for having me. Give me a call again. Uh, anything, After anything I beat up you party, gotta say, they're put they're put another
0: Brazilian in front of me next fight so we can talk about that. There you go. And uh any sponsor shout outs? Everyone's always got another nice Yeah, one. Uh, you know, Old Water, they're my sponsors. They they take
1: care of me, so thank you. Uh, March 27th, live on Spike. You can see me pummel another another man in the in the Bellator cage, so
0: tune in. All right. Hey, thanks again, Joe. We really appreciate it. All right. Good uh, to talk to you guys. We'll, we'll, have, to you we'll, have, yeah, we'll have you on after the fight. All right. Well, that uh, wraps it up. Are you still there, Joe? You can go now. I don't think he's there. That's all right, though. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, We just went over half an hour. That's where I like to keep it under 45 minutes for the Blitz editions. That was Bellator, Bantamweight Champion Joe Warren. You can watch it March 27th live on Spike TV, headlining Bellator 135 as he defends his Bantamweight World Championship title against Marcos Galvão, a man he'd already beaten before several years ago. But that's okay. He earned another title shot at the baddest man on the planet. And we wish him the best of luck. We always hope for an exciting fight and win, lose, or draw. He'll call in again, and we'll hear his thoughts on other crazy things. So send those in, themmacorner.com. Hit me up on Twitter, Fight Factor Live, and we are brought to you by Battle Bomb, the only pain reliever with knockout power, DraftKings, Fun Weekly, MMA Fantasy League, and DraftOps. So just head over to themmacorner.com, click on the link, DraftOps, and see what they're all about. You can win real money using your knowledge of MMA in gambling. All right. That's all I got. I love you all. Cheers.